0: The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, Please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, welcome back. It's another Monday. How's everyone doing out there? I hope everyone's having a great start to this week. And hopefully you have less pain and don't have to deal with so much. You know, those are a couple things I wanted to talk about. I'm going to do a live um, broadcast for you guys. But for some reason, and I'm trying to figure it out, last week I was okay. The whole week, I didn't have really have any pain at all that I, and I could do things I wanted to, and so I'm trying to figure out what I did differently than I'm going to be doing in the past weeks or this week. So we'll see how I last. I've got that. Plus I got to go and review the socks for you. Plus I want to talk about the Alpha Light poet that I started kicking again, but we'll get into that stuff later with the uh, live uh, commentary to you guys. But let's start off with number six now. Consuming too much caffeine, now we're leaving off, like I said, from the other six we had last week. Although caffeinated beverages like coffee and energy drinks give you a temporary boost of energy, over-reliance on them may make you more tired the next day. That's because too much caffeine can harm sleep, which may cause fatigue. Research shows that feeling tired in the morning leads people to consume large amounts of caffeine, which impairs your sleep cycle. In turn, you may overuse coffee or other caffeinated drinks for energy, which continues the cycle of poor sleep, followed by too much caffeine. Drinking too much caffeine is linked to increased nighttime worrying, sleepiness, increased nighttime awakenings, decreased total sleep time, and daytime sleepiness. A study in 462 women linked high-calorie coffee and energy drinks intake to a poor quality of sleep and sleep disturbances. Those who didn't drink these beverages reported better sleep quality. Still, caffeine tolerance varies, and some people are more sensitive to caffeine effects than others. While coffee and caffeinated beverages like green tea may benefit health when consumed in moderation energy drinks are extremely high in stimulants and added sugar. Thus, you should avoid them whenever possible. If you're currently experiencing sleep issues and frequently drink caffeinated beverages, try cutting back to see whether it helps to improve your sleep and energy levels. In summary, relying too heavily on caffeinated beverages may harm your sleep cycle and lead to fatigue. Therefore, Cutting back on caffeine may help restore your sleep and energy levels. Alright, number seven, inadequate hydration. Staying well hydrated is important for maintaining energy levels. The many biochemical reactions that take place in your body every day result in a loss of water that needs to be replaced. Dehydration occurs when you don't drink enough liquid to replace the water lost in your urine, stools, sweat, and breath. Several studies show that being dehydrated leads to lower energy levels and a decreased ability to concentrate. In fact, dehydration affects your entire body, including your sleep cycles. A study in over 26,000 Chinese and American adults associated inadequate hydration with shorter sleep times. Being dehydrated may also make you feel more fatigued during exercise and negatively affect Your exercise endurance. Although you may have heard that you should drink eight ounces of glasses per day daily, hydration needs depend on several factors, including your weight, age, sex, and activity levels. Now, when it comes to me in general, I drink at least six to seven bottles of water every day. And those are 16.9 uh, fluid ounce bottles. But that's only me, and that helps me. Um, and I do have one can of Sprite soda for dinner, and that's it. That's the only caffeine. Well, actually, there's no caffeine in the Sprite, but that's the only thing I do and take all day. And what I've noticed by the water intake that I have, you know, of course, you're going to urinate more, and your kidneys are going to be a little better off because they're not going to start hurting you. You know, for not drinking too much water, it really fleshes out your system. For me, it does. But um, let's get back to this here. The key is drinking enough to maintain good hydration. Common symptoms of dehydration include thirst, fatigue, dizziness, and headaches. Oh, one other thing, too. you, You don't want to take too much water because that can cause an issue also. I can't remember the term for it, but that's another thing you might want to talk to your doctor about. And in summary, even mild dehydration may reduce energy levels and alertness. Make sure to drink enough to replace fluids lost during the day. Number 8. Overweight and obes- Obesity Maintaining a healthy body weight is essential to overall health. Not only is obesity significantly linked to a greater risk of many chronic illnesses like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and certain cancers, but it may also increase your risk of chronic fatigue. Obesity greatly increases your risk of obstruction, sleep apnea, which is a common cause of daytime fatigue. You know, um, I've been tested for that sleep apnea, and I did have it, and this is probably about 12 years ago. Um, And just yesterday, I went to the doctor for my regular checkup, and I've lost 40 pounds and let me tell you, I feel so much better. I'm gonna keep picking um reducing my weight as much as I can, but you know, I do feel much better. I'm not as fatigued as I usually was um and I feel like you know the weight is off my knees, and my knees are better for it, and I don't have to carry so much weight but and that was something that I've done, and I just done it uh slowly. I haven't started real quick on something to, you know, take pills to take care of it immediately. No, I took my time, and that's what's helped with me so far. What's more, people with obesity have a higher risk of conditions associated with fatigue, including depression and type 2 diabetes. Plus, poor sleep quality and sleep restrictions may cause weight gain or obesity. Maintaining a healthy body weight may support good sleep and energy levels, while getting high-quality sleep may help prevent weight gain and reduce fatigue. In summary, obesity has been linked to poor sleep quality and conditions associated with fatigue, like obstruction sleep apnea. Number 9 through 12 is Other Causes of Fatigue Many other conditions may lead to tiredness. It is important to understand that several factors may be contributing to your exhaustion. Here are a few other common reasons why you may feel tired. Number nine is drug and alcohol dependence. Research shows that people who are dependent on drugs or alcohol are more likely to experience fatigue. Number ten shift work sure shift, uh, shift work causes sleep disruption and may result in fatigue. Sleep experts estimate that 2 to 5% of all ship workers have a sleep disorder characterized by excessive sleepiness or disrupted sleep over a period of one or more months. Lifestyles. Leaving a lifestyle, certain lifestyles, may lead to tiredness during the day. Studies show that exercising more may improve symptoms of fatigue in some people, including those with medical conditions like MS. Number 12. Certain medications. Now, this is where I fall under number 12. Some drugs, including steroids, blood pressure medications, and antidepressants, are linked to side effects like insomnia and increased tiredness. And the problems for me would be the um, antidepressants. And they do make you sleepy. Um, Like I've been taking this one called Trazodone. And it really makes me tired during the day. To the, to the point where I can't even do anything or function, and I find myself in bed. And this is something I just started taking. Um, I already took another medication for anxiety, but I wanted to get another product also because I was still having a lot of issues. But um, next time I talk to my uh, my psychiatrist, I'm going to ask to have this one reduced a little bit. The product works great, but I think if I go with a different or a smaller amount of milligrams, it would be better for me. So uh, this website I'm using, which is the Healthline, uh, if you need help for drug or alcohol dependence overco- and help overcoming your addiction, of course, call Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services National Hotline, which is 1-800-662-HELP. Once again, that's 1-800-662-4357. It may be difficult or impossible to identify the factors behind your fatigue on your own which is why it's important to work with a doctor you trust. They can help you find the cause and suggest possible treatments. And In summary, medications, drug or alcohol dependence, and a lifestyle change and shift work may all contribute to fatigue. The bottom line, even though everyone has days when they feel exhausted, constantly feeling run down and tired isn't normal. Many possible factors cause chronic fatigue, such as underlying medical conditions, sleep disturbances, caffeine intake, and chronic stress. If you're experiencing unexplained fatigue, it's important to talk with your doctor to find the cause. In many causes or cases, your fatigue should improve once you identify the underlying cause and make appropriate lifestyle and dietary adjustments or get the right treatment for medical conditions. And one last thing, try this today. The author of this site that I have here says, When I started to feel extremely tired during the day, I knew that something was off. I ended up being diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease after many months of visiting different doctors. You know your body best and know when something isn't right. If you're feeling chronically exhausted, even when you get adequate rest, there may be a medical condition contributing to your fatigue. Work with a doctor you trust to get the right testings to rule out common health conditions that may be contributing to your fatigue. And what I like about this article, where I got it from, is you can also read this article in Spanish, so. Also, it comes along with a, um, a two-minute video, which I'll make sure I post, that it gives you a, a food fix, some things that you can fix, Um, with what you're eating or drinking that may uh, help reduce the issues that you're having with, you know, your fatigue and not being able to sleep or sleeping too much. Well, that wraps up this episode. Um, I'm going to stay on this topic. Uh, Next week, I'm going to talk about what is insomnia what causes it. And I wanted to let you know, thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Take care. Enjoy your time this week. And put your pain away somewhere to where you can live a better day and a better week. So hang out and go and have some fun. And I will talk to you next Monday. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.